Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. My name is Jerry Jimenez. Thank you for joining us. Episode 27. Joined once again. You know I can't do this without uh, my partners in crime. Mis amigos. Mis dos. My, my two favoritos gringos. <laughs> Steve Brokoff. Mr. Drew Stack. What's up, guys? Hola. Doing great, man. Doing great. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. What's up, everybody in the chat right now? If you are here joining us live, welcome. Uh, we have a good show for you guys today. A little bit of a bummer. A little bit of a bummer. Uh, we were supposed to have uh, Elizabeth Ribas, who is the team administrator. She has some stories, I'm sure. But uh, she'll, she'll come and join us you know, eventually, soon. Hopefully, we can get her on. Unfortunately, she yeah. couldn't make it out today. We appreciate you guys still coming to hang out with us today, though. We do have quite a bit to talk about. Que onda, Jerry? What's going on, Kim? Hi, uh, Afmir. Que onda? Eric? Hola. Nick's in here. Ooh, Paul. Oi, oi, oi. Good to see all you guys. <laughs> nice back. to see all of y'all. Welcome Less back. Than a week later. John is in here. Hello. I know, less than a week, dude. Okay, so we're doing these Tuesdays, we decided, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it Tuesday so. or Thursday? It's a great question. Yeah. Who cares? Mm. Who cares? Tuesday's we're having a good fun. Night. Yeah, love it. Whenever we're here and they're here, it's a good night. Look at this. Look at Tom. You're terrible, man. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, quite a show today. We're going to be talking about a lot of things. So first of all... Memberships are here in case you weren't aware. We'll get into that. We're going to talk about the not-so-open cup the open cup, and why it's not-so-open cup. We're also going to talk about uh, players. There's some pictures already in training. I know that it's been kind of unofficial. They've been practicing, but it's official now, kind of. Uh, we have uh, a couple other things we need to go through. Uh, today, big news coming out of USL Championship. We do have the regional alignment and the Western Conference, Eastern Conference, what division are we in? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about all that. But uh, you guys kind of failed today, actually, because I was too worried about trying to get some of the notes done. I didn't grab a beer. I'm going to go grab one real quick. So, y'all, go, go. What what, what are y'all watching? Or watching? What are y'all drinking? Here, I'm going to go to get beer. What are you drinking, Steve? Uh, I got Grow House from Virgin. It's a phenomenal yeah. beer. It's, this is actually a hazy IPA, and I'm not a hazy IPA fan in general, but uh, when it comes from Virgin or Pure Project um, or any of our partner breweries, I love um, their hazies. Specifically, I mean, I, uh, what was it? Disco Balloon. Uh, Second Chance did one of the did a Disco Balloon hazy does, IPA. Is, is a hazy just works out. I'm like, this isn't yeah. going to work. I hear the flavor profile. Good. I'm like, I'm not going to like that. And then I drink it. I'm like, this is fantastic. I want more yep. of this. So, yeah, it's, it's yep. definitely a thing they know how to do well and i'm seeing a lot of people dial those in these days it is it is yep. a style that when it first came on i was like this is orange juice now it's um really a lot of different dimensions with these hazies yeah. that are pretty cool for sure yeah that's i'm I mean, just that's having, well I'm said, still like having when a brandy it... old fashion oh, keep I'm, sorry, it I'm, I'm going to costco this weekend yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. no go ahead with was, beer talk. i was saying i couldn't agree more with like when hazies first came out that was like oh my god these are the best thing ever and then everybody did them and yeah they just tasted like to me they all tasted kind of the same like juice and now there's like some more complexity to them so i'm kind of starting to re-like the style simply because people like breweries are really like reimagining what it means to be and make a hazy ipa so i uh big you know becoming a, a fan again of, of it and uh virgin is one of them that makes it makes it the best i live up here in vista 
work uh, really close to their location. So um, I go there a lot and uh, shouts to Burgeon. Great people. Yeah, I hope, I hope they listen. Cesar Torres, if you do listen to this podcast, because you are a good, yeah. good human. Bought me a beer when I was there on Friday. I was going to say, I hope, I hope they're listening so that, uh, you know, this will be yes. our way in. Maybe, yep. yeah, sure. maybe we can get a get a chat with them. Uh, I was going to ask, so Miguel uh, is joining us here on the chat. He said 805 Cerveza. There's a difference between the regular 805, right? The 805 Cerveza mm -hmm. is like lighter uh, and it's like white packaging rather than the black 805 that you can see yeah. at all the stores. So I'm interested mm -hmm. in what that's like. He said it's pretty decent. So yeah, it's not San Diego, but it, that's okay. We, we drink, yeah. we drink it all. Uh, oh, today, actually, as of recording, I'm just glad that Kim and uh, Tom are alive. They were at... Uh, at the Victory at Sea event with uh, Ballast Point. Oh, so. geez. Wow. Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, there you go. See? Um, and oatmeal, oatmeal stout. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, Mother, yum. Yeah. Mother Earth Cali Creamin is always a good one. I'll be, I'll be rolling through Second Chance, I think, this weekend as well. So yeah. we'll see what they have. Yeah, that's good stuff. Jerry, what'd you grab from the fridge? So I grabbed a 10-barrel brewing company. See, not San Diego, um, but it's... Uh, there you go. So I got this, like... They got, they got a local spot here i got a, a sour set yeah. of like four different types and this is the the crushed raspberry yeah that's oh nice yeah they make well, good stuff right. yeah it's so that's where uh, i think tempers fans watch their games for a bit yeah it's it, they broke the soccer in at 10 barrel here locally cheers, cheers everybody cheers all right oh let's see today's been quite a uh quite a day Busy yeah, day. It's my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Kyle. He's probably not listening. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Kyle. Kyle. Happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, I feel like we need to hold on. I need, I'm not even sure what my buttons are anymore, so I'm going to Oh, here we go. Happy birthday, Kyle. Yeah. Got it. All right. He was just winning <laughs> sellers at Catan when I left. And so now I'm here with you guys. So it's a party. Yeah. I heard I heard that's a it's a game that I need to learn or whatever. Yeah. But that's cool. Uh so Memberships, guys. We talked about Membership. it in the last episode. If you weren't, uh, if we weren't, uh, you know, if you weren't tuned in and you're not aware, please, uh, please be aware that our memberships have now been released. <laughs> um, let's get into some details about this because, you know, there's a lot of questions about the 2021 membership, what it was going to look like, the dues, what you get, all that good stuff. I feel like Steve's the right man to kind of jump into this. Do you do? Uh, do you want to do that? I will. And then if I, if I leave things out, I would like either of you guys to hop back in. So yeah. um, we offered two tiers of memberships this year. Uh, we wanted to be really sensitive to COVID uh, and how COVID impacted uh, everybody's financial situation, as well as just overall well-being um, with, with the future still uncertain. So we covered a two-tier membership where one option was $10 uh, and that's um, a membership only. So no scarf included, but you essentially get all the, all of the same benefits that we you know, advertising promised last year, uh, but for this year with the kind of, you know, the caveat that we can only do so much right now. We need to wait for public health guidelines. We need to wait for the pandemic to uh, continue on its downhill trend in order for us to do in-person events. But um, while we still stay socially distanced, um, we're going to be doing some members-only virtual events. Um, we're going to be doing um, some members-only merch in the future. Uh, we have some really cool ideas to kind of keep things um, you know, worth it. it, it Jerry mentioned uh, we have three partner breweries right now that take discounts. If you're a member, uh, we are working on more, actively working on more. And, and Jerry has a couple feelers out there. I have a couple feelers out there. Um, Kim, I know you know lots of people in the brewing industry. So um, if you want to continue to put feelers out there, I will not. Uh, you know, please do so. Um, so 
Yes, Tom, this is the pink hat. It, it is uh, Women's Appreciation Month, Women's History Month. So I'm wearing my wife's pink Padres hat in honor of all women. Um, so yeah, memberships, the $20 membership gives you a scarf. That's $23. It includes shipping. Uh, we make no money on shipping. I promise you that. Um, so yeah, the, the $23 option includes a scarf. Um, I think I left out that everybody gets a keychain this year instead of a membership card. That was uh, Tom Phillips, who is on this as well. Um, it was his idea. And that's a really cool thing to kind of do keychains in, in the in the design of the scarf. And then we'll kind of do those as collectibles every year. Um, that way, you know, 10 years from now, you could have a keychain that has 10 scarf, you know, the 10 past scarf designs on it. Uh, that's I think that's a really, really like rad forward thinking idea. So bravo to Tom. Shouts to Tom for that. But I've been talking for a while and I would like to throw to either of you guys to fill the holes that I left open. Uh, key, key scarf, scarf chain. Is that what I called it yesterday? Yeah. I called it a scarf chain. Nice. Yeah. I think that's a, I don't know. It's a, it's, I've never seen a scarf chain before for sure. Um, so this is definitely new for me and I'm very excited. As I said, uh, yesterday, I think, uh, or even last week, it's, um, you know, something that I'm, I, I don't even like keychains, and I'm in love with this idea. <laughs> so yeah, like super smart. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Okay. We have yearly pins to Paul Naka. Yes. And no. Um, pins also are very hard to produce in certain quantities, uh, unless you're trying to do them for certain things. But Eileen, uh, we will definitely have some conversations over that. I know yeah. she loves to make pins. So yeah, so maybe. Yeah, it won't be like a necessarily like a membership pin, but you can do something. You know. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. I think that, the founding member one we did was uh, kind of a unique situation, and I think going forward we'll do pin. We can and will do pins, but we'll probably do them for sale. Um, instead of in included in the membership. Yep. So yeah. keep a lookout. Well, you know, I've been talking to Eileen more and more about merch options. So uh, we we have things coming. You know, Ideas well, brewing at least before think, the season I, starts. I think as as supporters, we all like the, the tangible stuff, the really cool, you know, like the scarf and the, the, what is it? the scarf chain and the yeah, stickers the and the pins and that sort of stuff. But don't forget, there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, things that will come along with it that are not as tangible. Um, and by that, of course, we mean yep. uh, access to the members-only Discord server. Uh, if you're not already on there, please do. Welcome all of our new members. Of course, if you haven't jo yet joined, go check out thelocalssg.com backslash join. Really, really important. Uh, it's really simple. Thelocalssg.com backslash join. And 10 bucks or 23.50 if you want uh, a scarf. That's really the biggest difference for the 23.50 is you get a scarf along with it. everything else, which uh, again, to repeat what Steve said, it is the member keychain, your sticker, and uh, and then you get your members only events. You get uh, virtual stuff, which by the way, it's coming up this Thursday. All right. For those of you that, uh, what is, what, what, what's that? Oh, sorry. I was looking at something else. Um, the, the uh <laughs> the access to the members only discord server you do have to reach out to us you will uh we at some point we're going to send out to all of our new members just like the link again to make sure that you got it it's going to be really really uh important that you join us because that's how you have a say in what happens throughout the year okay so make sure that you are yep. there and i think i've mentioned it already it's really really important that if you want the best possible chance to attend a match this year especially with everything going on your best chance is gonna is gonna be through season membership, and in order to get the locals uh, seats, you do need to have them a membership through us. So it's not it's just either ten bucks 
in addition to your season membership with the club. Okay, so that's kind of the yep. way you want to look at it. Uh, and, and something that came up last week was um, if I bought last year and I was a locals member last year, does that all carry over? Uh, it does. Your your season uh, your season ticket through the club carries over. Your membership doesn't, but you're we're not going to like be like, oh, they didn't buy a membership this year, so take their tickets away. Like that's not not going to happen. So if you mm-hmm. bought your if you bought a membership last year and you bought season tickets in the local section last year, and you decide not to rejoin this year, that's not you're not your access for your seats in the section are not going to be taken away. Uh, this is kind of those one of those you know weird times, but going forward in the future, um, it, we will have to be a member of the locals to get season tickets in the supporter section. That's a uh, something that we have as the only recognized supporters group with the club. So, and the club the club did kind of make it clear to us uh, through some conversations, at least even up to today, that they want to to prioritize us as members. Yes. So yes. not just season ticket holders, but season ticket holder plus member puts you at the top of the list if they have to limit who's coming in as capacity, right? And we know that they're going to have to limit the capacity. It's going to probably be 20 to 25%. That's what the Padres are saying right now. That's the guideline from the state. That seems to be the model. So if you're looking for something of what we're going to look like, I know we're, our team is even talking to the Padres. So that's not a bad place to look. Uh, in terms of, Jerry, uh, the, the... Yeah, that's what of, I was reading. Go uh, for it. Kind of, <laughs> the, the amount of people that are going to be let in, we are going to be the highest priority. So supporters who have a season ticket are the top tier. Number one, you know, uh, if you're in a boarding group on an airplane, we are the Alta premium. Uh, we're actually people with babies, right? Whoever gets to go on before anybody else, right? That's, <laughs> that's us. Yeah, we're the pre-board, right? So like we're the highest tier if you're in there. So you do want to have a membership and a season ticket. Since again, it's this this game of like getting into these two. We're all about tiering these days in uh, California and everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So that's really the game we're playing here, right? Is we want to make sure that if you want to be in and back in the stadium when we safely can do that and, and be a part of that, buy a ticket, buy a membership. Yes, that is going that's to simple. be your best chance. So please go check it out. Uh, you get a bunch of cool stuff and uh, you help us grow and be able to do things throughout the year. Like, um, you know, get some more uh, TIFOs going. I know it's going to be tough probably with flags and drums and screaming and yelling yep. this year that might not be possible so just stay tuned for all of that uh you know a couple of things that were it's just not going to be the same um and, until all this is gone so just get used to that put that through your head now we're going to do everything that we possibly can you know to make sure that it happens it's a slow road back yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, not exactly. going to be and I'll say, all, all back at once right before we move on from memberships i will say um for, for an update perspective we are at currently of uh, what four days past launch um or five days past launch, we are at um, 161 members signed up, and that's 129 uh, with a scarf and 32 without. So just to be open and transparent, we are, you know, I think it's pretty good for five days past. So I would like to say everybody tuning in and listening, thank you for sticking with us this year. Thank you for um, returning for the next, you know, season two. Um, thank you for trusting in us and leadership for, you know, what we can bring to what the supporters, you know, culture and supporter vibe in San Diego uh, can be, yeah. Because uh, Jerry, I think you said it really eloquently last last week. But we are nothing without all of you guys. You know, we are just otherwise a group of guys on a podcast shouting into the void in an echo chamber. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for giving us your money and trusting us with, um, you know, kind of the keys to uh, the locals and, and the section and supporter culture uh, as we uh, kind of you know go into season two. So That's thank it. you. That's a that's, much. that's actually a great uh, segue into what I was going to say, which is that without you guys, we don't know what this show would have been. So when we first started with this idea, it was basically the three of us kind of 
spitballing and saying, hey, this yeah. might be a cool way for us to get some information out there. And because I already had the gear, right? And we're like, hey, this is this shouldn't be too bad. It's just Steve and Drew have to spend some money. And I was like, all right, if I already, I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> um, and so it was really easy for us to get this going. And we thought, if this is just another way that we can reach people, because everybody consumes their information a different way, they prefer to receive it, whether it's through video or audio. So we just thought it would be the best thing to do at the moment. But with that being said, it's up to you guys to change this into what you want it to be. Thank you guys for supporting us up to this point, for being a part of the supporters group. We're not just a podcast, but this is how we get information to you guys, um, yep. you know, in an easy and and then in an easy way. And then you also kind of un- get to understand where we're coming from and really see it f- coming from our faces, too. It's not just us typing it. Text is so much more difficult to actually see uh, what, what yep. we're about. So. What do you guys want to see? This is your podcast. So please reach out. Let us know through any of our social media. Make sure that also if you do enjoy what we're doing, give us a five-star review so more people actually check us out. Um, but yeah, thanks, Steve, for that one because it's very true. You know, without you guys, we are nothing. And this supporters group is nothing without uh, stance. <laughs> we need to get out there. Drew, yeah. you've said it before and you continue to say it. I heard you say it again. Um, shout out to Two Balls and a Mic. You said it on the their podcast. And you said that, you know, we, we're a uh, face-to-face supporters group, right? I think uh, you yeah, said it person, more eloquently, yeah. in-person supporters group. There we go. Yeah. Well, yeah, because online, there's a lot of talk of being an online supporters group or having a lot of international reach. And you look at somebody like Ford Madison, who's done a great job of getting a lot of people involved all over the country. But it's because they have a base in person that is extremely strong and diverse. Uh, they've been able to capitalize on a lot of those, you know, different movements in terms of just having you know being a voice and being somebody who can be in that position uh and we love having that here too we would love to see more of that kind of i think into the second year especially in terms of creating that you know buddy and make feel like there's space for more people to have their voices heard not just us uh, but but way more of you so for me yeah that's it it's really the, the goal here is not just to broadcast again but to to create something that will sustainably take us into that long road back in person and be something that, you know, it can be, you know, 20 or 30 of us that have different inputs, uh, you know, that people are listening to. And that's a, a beautiful situation as opposed to four or five, because you just have a much richer and much better stories uh, that are coming out and, and rising to the top. So uh, in terms of what people hear and what people want to talk about. So for me, that's always the best way to do this kind of stuff. And I'm excited to see what you guys have to say and as well as just kind of more about personalities within this group so it's it's been fun thank you so much and uh it's an honor honestly to to do this but um yeah the the fact that a quarter of you so far have just been like yep i'm back in it's you know not even thinking about it (laughs) it felt like um is and i'm sure you did but uh (laughs) especially after awesome so especially after that level of trust is is great you know especially after 2020 Right? Yeah, it's like it just it still blows my mind. Uh, so yeah, no, thank you guys. I, I kept this up because Miguel has a. Uh, so it's we weren't really this wasn't really something we we're gonna talk about, but I think it's really important to touch on it real quick. Uh, so he says I want that sacra- I want that Sacramento MLS spot. Uh, get out this year and show them why we are the number one soccer market in the U.S. Absolutely. Regardless, we should be getting loud this year to show everybody. I don't think it's necessarily for the MLS spot. Uh, you know, uh, for us as supporters, I think. I think that would be fantastic, but I also don't want to force it. I think I'm having fun in USL right now. Yeah. And I think that the club. I'd like to say, I'd like to speak on this too, because I I feel like, you know, especially with the past with soccer city, with everything that went on, you know, it was kind of at our fingertips in a sense. Um, And 
I think, yeah, everybody kind of aspires to go to MLS. Everybody, you know, aspires to say, well, that's that's the cream of the crop. That's the tip of the iceberg. But that doesn't, we should just support this club for what it is now. You know, mm-hmm. we, I didn't, I didn't make, you know, I didn't like want to become part of leadership of the locals and become president this year just because like, oh, M, you know, MLS is maybe in our future and that's the goal. Like, you know, I just want to support this club for what it is now. And there, I mean, there are clubs all over the country that are USL and it will always only be USL. And there are, you know, those supporters are so happy about that. You know, Phoenix rising, those supporters that have been around for years and years and years. And yeah, we talk trash about them, but they don't want to go to MLS and FC Cincinnati, you know, you read their supporters, Twitters and blogs and stuff like that. They, they regret going to MLS because there's just so much else that comes with it. So I think we need to just enjoy and embrace this club for what it is right now. And like, not just only focus on what might be in the future. And I'm not bashing, you know, Miguel and in your comment, I, I thank you for tuning in. I, I really appreciate your perspective. And I agree. I mean, ultimately, sure. Yeah, that, that would be a phenomenal you know, thing to have a major, you know, soccer team, a major league soccer team in this city. That's, that would be phenomenal. Um, but I'm just like, ha- like Jerry said, I'm just having fun right now. And I just want to focus on right now and growing this for right now. Um, because I think if we look too big, um, we, we miss like, you know, then you focus on the end goal and you don't enjoy the journey. And I, I just, I, I'm loving right now and what we're, what we're doing. Obviously, you know, COVID is weird, but, um, just to, I just wanted to kind of comment on that a little bit that you know this it's it, to me it's not all about just th- that kind of end goal. Um, this is a really oh, good uh, comment from Jeff. Can I, yes. speak, can I speak on that real quick, Jerry? Oh, just, sure, sure, sure. Hold Steve on. did a great job, but I, it's something that I feel pretty Please. passionate about. I actually mm-hmm. said this in the Discord, so it's a reason to be part of the Discord. Yeah, go to Discord and just listen to what dis- he has to yeah, say. All right, let's move on. I'm just kidding. I'm um, just kidding. Jerry. Like just it. when the news came out about Sacramento, somebody's <laughs> like, "We could, we could fill that spot, maybe, right?" And I was like, "Immediately." Same thing Steve said. Yeah, I was like, like almost immediately. That was the the tag, and it's, it's the thought yeah. we all have. For sure. And I think the deal with Soccer City was that was the deal that was on the table. There wasn't, hey, you might have a pro soccer team. It was an MLS team is needed to fill this real estate kind of, you know, dream and make it work. We're now in a situation where the team we have is the team we have. And the team we have is amazing. And the team we have, if you look around the league we're in, is the class of the league. And you don't always want to buy the best house on the block. But in a lot of ways, we are helping pull American soccer forward where we're at. Joining MLS at this point, I just don't think is really... If we do want to be a soccer capital, you have to build. You can't just jump in and say, we're the soccer capital. The reason that Portland is viewed the way that it is is because they've had a team consistently for at least 30 years, um, you know, with some stops and starts in there. But the culture was was not there overnight, and the kind of presence was not there overnight. In cities like Los Angeles, where Jerry was, Jerry can tell you firsthand, LAFC came together, but it was a culmination of years of experience in terms of building that. Right. So it is one of those things where I'd love to go to MLS one day, but I almost want to say it. I want to be the first team ever promoted. Right. Like that would be a better story almost hey, than, like than having to pay $300 million just yep. to go, you yeah. know, build a stadium or something like that. So that's, that's where for me, I think it's, it, it's just such a, as we found out with, with Soccer City, such a stadium based, money based game that supporters, as supporters, there's only so much we can do. We don't, we don't have a $2 billion, which is what it takes. So that's really where it's up to the investors and whatever happens there happens. But as Steve said, he said it the best. It's I'm happy here. I love it here. Yeah. We're at it. And, and, and so let's and, keep being there. But I love the and, question. It's a fun and thing. something that, something that John, John has always called with a fairy godmother of, you know, the, the soccer community. Um, and what he just said is perfect, you know, club over league. No, this is our yeah. club. This is who we support. This is, 100%. I am here for San Diego Loyal. I'm here for this club. Um, and no matter what league it plays in, um, you know, th- this is who I support. Um, and I, you know, it, it sucks what happens, say, in St. Louis. That's, you know, their USL club folded and they're going to MLS. Like, 
what then? You know, I, I would, I, I dread, I dread the thought of even having to have that conversation about what right. if that happened here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to think about that. I want to just focus on what this is now. So yeah. Yeah. Very I much. So. I love you guys. One from Paul. Turns yeah. out USL is our, and our thing now is awesome. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just, I, I think it's going to be to the point where, MLS is going to say that we have no choice. Just that's what I want to build. And then also for us to be able to say, you know what? We really don't need you. (laughs) And if you come along and we can make that happen, cool. Otherwise, I want Liga MX to be calling online too. That's what I want. I want Liga MX online too. I want MLS (laughs) online one. I want Premier League to be like, you're going to fly Concord with your players over every, like, come on, let's go. Look at at Drew. He's like, I want to be the first team that gets promoted into MLS. I also want to be the first American team in a Mexican league. (laughs) I don't care. We'll pull it off. We we can do it all. all. I mean, after last season. There you go. No, I, I love it, yeah. dude. I, I think it's a it's a good conversation to have. Yeah. Uh, and it's definitely one that we needed to, to touch on. So cool. Sure, you guys yeah. want to get into the open cup? Then yeah, no. well, no, you were you were gonna talk to Jeff's, not, Jeff's comment. Let's not oh! go by Jeff's comment. Oh, yeah, that's a great uh, comment. Yeah, I was about to Pull get it back it. Up. Yeah. Um this is a this is actually a really, really good thing if yeah, anybody like else is thinking thing. about this. Uh yeah, how yes. can we pay it forward? How can we provide our member scholarships for those who were impacted significantly significantly by COVID? Uh we did what we could when it I comes to it. the pricing, but if somebody wants to buy a membership for a supporter that's in need, that I think we need to talk to our man Tom and figure out if how how we can make that happen. Yeah. Because that is really cool. That is very nice of you. And yes, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, it was something something I talked about. Actually, I think Paul Naku also brought it up to me uh, previously, and it just got lost in the shuffle a little bit. So uh, shout out to Paul, too, for having the same heart there and having the idea like, hey, man, that's something I might want to do. And so, Jeff, uh, you guys are definitely of a similar cloth. And you guys are, is again, why I say we have the best people, because it's how, how can I do not just enough for me in this group? How can I do more for everybody? <laughs> and that's that's super cool. So there's easy there's a there's this simple answer, is which is like we just create a separate membership. that's a guest a gift membership. The problem being that so many people would accidentally buy this sometimes that that's why these things get a little difficult so we'll talk about it internally we'll talk about it offline and figure it out so i thought about that and that yes. was my first thought but we'll we'll get there for sure yeah it's a rad idea thanks for that jeff uh yeah, yeah. we really appreciate that man uh that's that's not something that we had necessarily thought about at least i hadn't thought about that so that's really me cool. neither nope. cool there you go um, so the not so open cup uh for those of you that are not familiar with the united states open cup format and what that is actually and really what it represents i mean you're looking at the 107th edition it is the longest running cup in u.s soccer uh up until last year it had gone pretty much non-stop uh continuously COVID. through world war ii through everything like that it's kind of crazy to think about you know yeah uh to kind of get you guys uh you know an idea i mean it is probably like the the best cup because it is up to up to 2019 it was literally an open cup and you earned your spot to get in there and then you got obviously the mls teams which are the first division that come in at a later time i feel like we might need to do a podcast just on this once uh everything comes back we're not going to do it this year because guess what we're not in it uh yeah. <laughs> let's that's, talk about that's what I was we can we can talk about the open cup but we're not <laughs> we're not in it what uh yeah. yeah do you guys who wants to take it because you know this is it's frustrating um and that's why we're calling it the not so open cup it's just it's 
Yeah, it is frustrating, but at the same time, at the same time, I would hate to see it not exist or not happen at all again. So I get it. I'm frustrated too, especially with, um, you you know, we ended the season so hot, like, you know, and going into the season, we have such an incredible roster. I think that there's such a big chance that we could have made some noise in Open Cup, but at the same time, I I would hate for them to be so steadfast in keeping it wide open that it you know, it was impossible to do with COVID restrictions, et cetera. So it's a balance, but yeah, I mean, uber disappointed um, for, you know, any of our watchers or listeners who don't know um, us open cup, they're doing the eight uh, um, group winners from last season, going to the open cup from the USL championship. And then you there's a saying Reno was one of those. And they're just giving the spot to Sacramento who was second place. So mm-hmm. Sacramento is winning yep. something, I guess. Yeah. But uh, so it's the eight, uh, eight winners from the groups. Uh, and then uh, a select MLS, you know, amount of MLS uh, teams, and they're doing a, a regular knockout style tournament uh, from there to determine, you know, the the USL Open Cup winner. Uh, like Jerry said, usually uh, you earn your way in. You know, you play just like the FA Cup in England or any other domestic league cup around the world. Uh, you earn your way in, and then you you work your way up. A couple years ago, I know FC Cincinnati made a, a lot of noise in US Open Cup. Um, that was a Miami awesome. Miami FC when they were at, you know back in NASL they made some noise a couple years ago. Um, it, it there's some there's some really cool like you know storylines that come from this. I remember the FC Cincinnati game I just watched with like you know it was it was fascinating because they I think they think one of the, the keepers saved a penalty and it, it just it was ended up being an amazing game and it's like kind of those fairy tale stories like they always say in the in England like the magic of the FA Cup. Uh, that's kind of what U.S. Open Cup could and you know could be and has been in in spurts so it's really disappointing this year that we couldn't be a part of it i know we were always all looking forward to potential matchups like you know with mls teams going forward uh that would have been awesome to have to host an mls club in at Torero stadium or away trips up to la or you know um around the country so it is what it is it kind of sucks this year but at the same time like i said before um it's just kind of yet another really really weird season so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not just disappointed for us. I'm disappointed for Miguel's uh, pointed out uh, Chula Vista FC. Um, you know, those yeah, kind of good teams point. Too. They, really they, good they, point for them. It, it's it's an awesome change. And even before we had a team here, uh, really for, good point. For, for a higher level. Um, it was cool to see them go up against bigger teams, right, or, or have the opportunity. So uh, it is it is disappointing it, or just see regional teams that would never play each other playing each other. Um, that's the kind of thing that just really breaks my heart because there's just no space for that. And there's no space for the players. Uh, Nate then said, um, yeah, the FCC push. I was watching that game, that keeper. So the players, not just the teams get a lot of exposure through these games, right? As they get into later rounds, if you are on a smaller team, that keeper ended up moving on. And I think got a, a job in MLS or, or overseas kind of directly after that, just because of the exposure from that match that was massive of him in front of 30,000 uh, fans, you know, screaming their heads off playing in the, in, in the open cup. Uh, they're in Cincinnati, and that was just, if you go back and watch scenes of that on YouTube, that is what it's about. That's what the Open Cup's about, is teams that are fighting and punching up, uh, punching up. Uh, and that's what we wanted the chance to do, but we won't get it this year, and it'll be a closed cup, um, so they can call it the U.S. Closed Cup instead of the U.S. Open Cup, because it's not an Open Cup this year. It, <laughs> it is, is not. the closed cup. Nick said, Nick said, our turn will come, and that just means that we're going to be that much better when we get there and, and surprise that many more people. So I'm all for it. Did you guys go through the... Uh kind of the finalized proposal from USL. I, I, I mentioned that the eight, the eight group winners, um, yeah, okay. more information, please expand. We can name who's there, but it's, yeah. you know, Phoenix and 
Sacramento, Sacramento Paso, you know, kind of, Paso, yeah, San Antonio, Paso, all the usual suspects. Louisville, you know, Hartford, Charlotte, Sh- Charlotte. Uh, my accent, excuse me, Charlotte. and Tampa Bay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's a bummer. It's a bummer, but it'll be, yeah. it'll be all right. We're in that right. class, though. That's what kind of feels frustrating, right? It feels like even though we played only one season, it was a pandemic season. It feels like we can be in that class of team. So I feel like that's also what's sort of disappointing is we haven't maybe earned it yet in USL. And maybe that's also why, you know, it was just group winners. That's the way they had to do it. You have to choose a way. But it does feel like we can kind of be in that group and punch around in that group a little bit, too. So that's a good thing to kind of feel like, I think, just in general, to feel a little chip up from that because, hey, we should be in there, right? We should be in that mix. So. Not a bad thing to feel. Yeah, I would still support it. I would still watch it. Um, you know, when when yeah. possible, I would say everybody, please, still watch it. It's, a, it's it'll be fun. Um, it's not gonna include us, and that's a bummer. Um, you know, and I I think I I was pretty upset. I, I actually tweeted out something that my dad used to tell me, which was that if you're not gonna do something r- the best you can, if you're not gonna do it right, don't do it at all. And uh, that's how I feel about this. Honestly, I mean, at the end of the day. If you're not going to do it right, they shouldn't even be doing this. And it's just something that's going to take away from some of these clubs, right? And you're going to have the four amateur teams from the open division that are probably super excited. Uh, you know, you have League Two, NPSL, local qualifying tur- tournaments. And that's when Chula Vista, that's where Chula Vista FC would come in. If that was, you know, if it, it, usually you would have a lot more teams than this is basically what we're trying to get at. Um, you know, two from NISA, which is cool. Uh I'm surprised that Nisa and the USL League One each get two, which is really interesting. And then USL gets eight. Um, USL Championship, I should say. And then the eight uh, MLS teams as well. And usually MLS wins this. I, I don't remember. Almost always. I, it's usually two teams at the end, at least. They, they, MLS once you get the final MLS, round. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's usually the last kind of semifinals is the last gasp for a lot of USL or NASL teams previously. But... Um, every once in a while, one can kind of squirt their way through and almost make it to the final, which is, which is exciting. And again, we have talent here and we have some people who I think understand at least, you know, with, with our manager, he, he's played in this from the player side, from the MLS side. And I think mm-hmm. he understands what it means. And I think he also can surprise a few MLS teams knowing exactly what their mindset is and catching them on the wrong day. Right. Um, so there is that kind of fun and you can always see that happening even with the USL one team, uh, against the USL team. That's always kind of fun to see too. So. Uh, I'll definitely be watching and, and enjoying these games. But I agree, Jerry. I wish they would call it something else and just not tarnish the Open Cup by saying that this is an Open Cup when in reality that's really the tradition of the Open Cup is to have a wider format and allow for that that big tournament atmosphere. Um, so, yeah, I'll be I'll enjoy it, but call it a, a Klopen Cup. I don't know what they want to call it, but uh, it, it'll be different. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, and with that being said, also, I mean, we're all looking now at, uh, you know, this season. We're not going to be thinking about uh, the Open Cup, but we are thinking about now the preseason. And players are starting to show up, I believe, have actually officially started training. Uh, they said it would be early March, and here we are, March 2nd. So uh, I believe everybody was supposed to report on March 1st, which was yesterday at time of recording. So you're going to have a lot more players coming in, and you're going to see them here in San Diego finally. We saw uh, uh, TV. TV. TV yeah. is here. <laughs> uh, he looks great wearing uh, yeah. the San Diego Loyal Crest. So that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was good to see him. Uh, I think last time we saw him, he was in the, in the cold, right? Was that him or somebody else? No. Uh, it was him, yeah. but then they also we also had uh, – Couple ben of other Spencer. people. Nicole, we had Spencer in the yeah. in the snow. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure they're all loving being here for sure. <laughs> they probably like walked off the plane and went, Oh, thank you. And this, today this was a beautiful, beautiful day. To welcome. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're, we're selling San Diego pretty good right when they get here. This is a look, good looking contract for these guys already. So we'll see how that goes to the rest of March. But um, yeah, if, if, for anybody listening, I think that's got us all in a better mood this week for sure. Yep. Yeah. And with that, with so that, Jerry, being... you Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. No, no. Uh, you mentioned preseason. So uh, to go through that list, um, March 13th, so literally right around the corner, 11 days away. Cal United Strikers FC, that's a NISA team. Uh, the the 20th of this month, LA Galaxy. That does not say LA Galaxy 2, that says LA Galaxy. So I think that is an MLS exhi- exhibition. Uh, March 27th, some mysterious team. I'm going to not confirm or deny that it's AFC Richmond. It is uh, AFC Richmond. It totally, it has to be. We have sources. I know. It uh, has to be. We, we got to get Jeff on this. Right away, <laughs> uh, April third, New Mexico, New, New Mexico United, which we did not have the luxury of playing in season one, obviously due to the change, COVID, everything. Uh, that that should be exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, the eleventh of the same month, Seattle Sounders, and then the seventeenth finish up against Kelsey Fullerton, um, college team, but always good to play live soccer. So that's uh, at least six ex- exhibition games before the season kicks off, and uh, I think that's going to gear us up right into uh, season two. I think that this is the in the in the history of our club. This is the most preseason games we have ever had. It's a lot. Yeah, in in our history, like that's a lot. No. <laughs> in, our, in our long and storied history, it is a lot right. of clubs. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see who they field. Uh, I agree with. Uh, I believe it was Chiva that said it in two balls and a mic recently. Will they play Chicharito against us? <laughs> we'll see you never know we, we we paused we were like i can't even believe that a thing it's chicharito versus saint like the words are just like don't make sense right we have a club that's playing against chicharito like that that would be you know incredible so it's just just yeah. those kind of moments right for a lot of us who have watched these players um you know throughout the years in different places it's it's so cool to see our our crust and our our kid on the other side uh even if they're not on our squad so uh, it's definitely been, you know, kind of fun to see those moments. And that, that would definitely be one. Or, um, you know, I was thinking of, uh, you know, Seattle. There's just, you know, mm-hmm. going to be a chance there. It'll be an interesting squad to field because they, they are playing LA Galaxy, I think, or have a, a planned match against their two team or whatever. Yes, which Galaxy is 2. I was defiance. Gonna... So it's, uh, you know, so it is interesting to see, you know, who how wide or deep these squads are. And again, how do they format it? Do they say we're going to play a real 90? Are we going to play some weird format where we add on 30 minutes till we just blow a whistle and feel like it? Because um, that seems to happen as well, especially against some uh, some different opponents. You know, it's it, I think New Mexico for me will be this, the best straight up uh, kind of idea in terms of um, doing that. So I, I think New Mexico will probably be the, the most real on real game, um, you know, in terms of comparing us to our actual opponents. Uh, but it will be cool to see, you know, some MLS talent up against our guys who are, I think, up to the, the the par. So it'll be fun to see what that looks like and, and how they play out. Even though it's preseason, it's just fun. So the, the club also said, I think, that we're going to see not every game televised uh, at this point or that they're not planning on televising um, many of or if all if, at any uh, at this point. So we'll see uh, with that 27th game against AFC Richmond. I'm sure Apple TV Plus will want an exclusive on that. So that's possible. But uh Otherwise, they, they did promise to give us some really good social on this. And us as the locals, will you know, we've been talking. We'll try to find out ways that we can at least get you, um, you know, feeling like you're there uh, as supporters, even if we can't be there uh, in mass or, or in full or, or even, 
with the direct video feed. We'll, we'll find ways for sure to make you feel like you're there. We'll definitely find ways. You know, one of the interesting things that I found about preseason was we're facing off against Anissa Club on the 13th, as you mentioned, yes. Steve. Cal United Strikers FC is from a completely different league. And a very interesting thing is we have a club in San Diego, 1904. You guys know about 1904, and they're mm -hmm. in Nisa. We're not playing them. Um, interesting dynamic there. I think in the beginning there was always like this like built-in rivalry right off the bat because we're sharing, quote-unquote, if you can't see me, I'm doing the quotes with my fingers, uh, quote-unquote rivalry there um, You know, between the two uh, clubs. They have a fantastic supporters uh, group over there in 1904. So I have to say shout out to those guys. Um, and their, their crest, everything that they're doing looks great. Um, I hope they succeed. Obviously, the more, more football, the better. Uh, but I also really do love the fact that going into this preseason, we're looking at playing against squads uh, that are in NISA because uh, Cal United, uh, they're a great squad as well and they're very very talented so i do believe that they're going into this one trying to get some squats that are at, at about the same playing level that is going to actually push them right that's what preseason is about in soccer baseball maybe not so much uh, <laughs> a lot of people say that preseason doesn't matter uh, for us i think it will especially with all the new additions uh, and it's in usl in general in usl in general is very important that you get through a good preseason because then the coaches coaching staff gets to see the players and and really see how this is going to form with that being said and going back to what drew said we will do our best to make sure that we get you access uh hopefully we'll, we'll figure it out all right I'm, I'm doing the best that i can right now i think uh i think we found a way to make it happen and whether it's a a somewhat live feed or uh, you know something that is going to help you guys feel like you're there because unfortunately it's not going to be open it's all close to the public. We want to make sure that you guys feel like you're there and we will do everything in our power to make sure that we bring that to you. With that being yep. said, become members because there might be some exclusive stuff coming out of preseason for this. All right. All right. Is there anything else that we want to add? Really looking forward to the AFC Richmond match, by the way. Um, uh, that, that, football's life. Football, football is life. life. I was just going to say that. Football <laughs> is life. That's right. So oh, good. <laughs> Shouts to Jason Sudeikis, even though there's no chance he watches or listens listens to this. <laughs> you never know. I want to say that, yeah, yeah, he he was. I was like, oh, I'm better dressed than him sitting at home watching the the show too. So that always makes you feel good too. Where I'm like, that could be me right now. That would definitely be me uh, if I was in this award show wearing a hoodie <laughs> and just hanging out. So, so uh, shout out and, and congrats. While we're doing shout shout outs, and while we're talking about life, shout out to Jordan Chavez for resigning and for getting engaged. Congratulations! Yeah, big life moment, dude. This is birthday on his twenty fourth birthday. He gets engaged. Yeah, congrats! He's gonna win a championship this year. I mean, what a year! What's up? That's right. Year. Congrats, Jordan and Melissa. Congratulations on your engagement. Welcome back. Huge have you man Good yeah to have locals it, locals being loyal that's always awesome too so it's just great to have these players that are they're always looking for talent that's also what i was going to say about cal united to kind of button off that conversation is uh playing against some of these teams you you get a chance to scout a little bit so that is one of the hmm. chances where next to we our players are always on one-year contracts so um it is good to have a sense of who else is out there and maybe look at them and watch them throughout the nisa season 
or, you know, possibly have to call somebody in if we have a position of need. So that's where also in these preseason games, not a bad idea to look around the market because it's harder to get players in from anywhere, right? It's much easier to get them locally these days, especially with all the restrictions. And even as we go forward in a post, hopefully COVID uh, season, you know, by next year, you'll still have the opportunity locally to be able to talk to and, and kind of uh, reach out to those players much easier than you would somebody who lives halfway around the world. So that is something just to keep an eye on, too, is maybe do some of your own scouting and, and find people who you'd maybe like to see in Tory Green someday when we are wearing it. Yeah, one so, thing I was going to say, um, you know, in, in following other clubs, too, right, you want to keep an eye on 1904. If you guys followed them last season, there may or may not be, be a player joining us this season. Uh, for those of you that may catch that, uh, we do have still some players coming, so... You know, and we're missing a goalkeeper. Uh, I have do not have the liberty to say anything else than that, but just keep an eye out for NISA players because that is absolutely right, Drew. We could be scouting. We might be bringing in some people from that uh, from the squads, right? Um, whether yeah, it be never know. Whether it be nineteen oh four Cal Strikers, um, I believe mm-hmm. there's like a, a lot of talent. A gold, some. Uh, I don't remember their names. The the LA Force. LA Force. That's what I was thinking about. The LA Force. They LA sound Force. like an indoor team, actually. But yeah, it's uh, it's an outdoor team. They play uh, kind of near downtown. I think Cal State Los Angeles, right? So yeah, it's uh, it's a little east of there. But yeah, it's um, going to be a real interesting season, at least preseason here. Uh, so this will just be the kind of wind up, as we said, for that long road back to for the team and the players look like they're ready to go. Uh, Swole is an understatement. So I think yeah. we're going to see some just kind of great play here. And and the hope is again, to, to have a team that feels like they are just, you know, one or two clicks in from ripping off, you know, five, 10 wins, putting us in a position as fans to feel like there's something special happening here. So that, that, that's what you're looking for in preseason is mainly just, are the things clicking? Are you seeing passes to the right guys? Are you, are you seeing goals, that kind of stuff? And, and like preseason with baseball going on right now, just as an analogy, they did a funny thing this year where they said, you can just end the inning whenever you feel like it. If both yeah. teams just head nod, they can end the inning <laughs> in, in soccer. That's kind of always how preseason's been with just random subs. You have seven, 10, you can sub off your entire team at halftime. Like there's really no rules. So it is one of those things where unless you agree to a structured, like full 90 minute match and simulation, um, like an actual, you know, friendly, uh, it can kind of follow any format. So that is one of those things we're just looking for those, you know, clicks in and, and we'll all be yeah. good. Just don't overreact in any direction. No. But when we do well, just act like we're gonna win the league. That's fine. Yeah. That's, and like what Jerry said, it's just kind of like <laughs> yeah, a gear up. It's yeah. it's kind of like a gear up, right? It's about timing and rhythm and the players getting to know Landon's game day coaching you know routine and style. And same with Nate, you know, what does Shannon do on game day? Like it's all these players get to know and this is where you like learn what to expect. So then when you know when you're actually playing for points when the season comes, it's not like, oh, wait, what are we doing? How are we warming up? This is this is weird. This isn't what I'm used to. Like, you, this gives all the players a chance to get on the same page. You know, you wear – this is what you wear for warm-ups. This is how you prepare. This is when you get to the field. This is how you get to the field. Like, all those little things, I feel like, uh, matter for the kind of game day so that they're comfortable and ready for, uh, to, you know, for the season when it actually comes. Absolutely. So, with that being said, speaking of the season – Preseason 313, Cal United Strikers 320, LA Galaxy 327, AFC Richmond uh, 43, New Mexico United 411, Seattle Sounders 417, Titans, the Cal State Fullerton team, which leads us into they I, they like to keep us in suspense. They're like, here's a here's a tiny yeah. bit, here's a little tiny bit. 
I know. <laughs> However, the outline crazy. of the schedule, the, the regional, schedule, yeah. the regional like alignment a, has a been way. released. Okay, the regional yeah. alignment is here. The Western Conference, Eastern Conference, and divisions, because this is a different uh, year, different way of running things. By the way, another different year. It's a n- totally different year. We're in March Every again. Year is- special we are in march again how crazy is that i know uh today the usl championship announced uh its league announcement uh for the 2021 regular season uh the league will feature 31 teams which is uh makes one of the uh unfortunately one of the divisions um a little uh, unbalanced unbalanced but it is what it is uh four divisions two conferences in the upcoming season the club set to embark on a 32-game regular season. This is the best part. How many did we play last year? Like 17, 18? 16. 16. 16. Thank you. Two, two double, we double the amount of games this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew that. Uh, 32 games. Time. No, a, a regular a regular season is 34, isn't it? Or are we playing 32? So. That sounds right. I believe it's yeah. 34. Okay. Because so, you play every every team in, 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 the com- in the Western Conference twice home and away. So only, I mean, only two, two games we're missing. So it's it's pretty darn close to a regular season. Um, Twenty seven weeks worth of soccer. All right. It does sound like ESPN Plus is uh, taking over this one. So make sure you have that. Uh, we don't have much more information for like local streaming or local broadcasting. We should be getting that probably soon. This is the exciting stuff, right? Like last season, I remember. You know, going into the first season, like we were, just, what are, what's going on? What are we doing? What is what is the information? Imagine right. how, just real quick, wanted to throw it out there. Imagine what Memphis FC right now feels like. They have two players on their active roster, and no coach, and no coach. No, they yeah, yeah they yeah. So they, they might want to call local football. Uh, you know, call teams. So they might want to go colleges. scout some teams. Thank goodness. What, uh, well, I'm I was th- saying pulling the next Ted Lasso. You know, just go to yeah. like uh, University of Memphis and uh, pulling their football coach and see how that goes. <laughs> you know, uh, that might be where they have to go because yeah, it is a. We are strikingly close to the season. Really close. And uh, uh, the joke I think I heard from somebody was like, "You don't actually have to uh, sign players till you start playing." So, you know, maybe I mean, maybe I a guess. week before we'll see what they do. I'm pretty sure they're, you know, and for those of you that don't know, um, that is, uh, what's that goalkeeper's name, you know, with the, with the, 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 the oh, U.S. Yeah, national Mr. team, what's his, Mr. Uh, <sighs> He's not uh, that Timothy? famous. Timothy? Tim- yeah. Timothy, feel, Howie. Uh, Howie. Timothy Howie. 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 Harold? Timothy. Tim- Howard Timothy. Timothy Harold. Tim, 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 <laughs> Tim Howard. <laughs> Harry, Harry. Uh, Tim, Tim Howard. No, Tim Howard. Tim Howard. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, dude, like nobody knows him. I don't know who that is, but um, apparently yeah. he owns this team. So I'm pretty sure there's some stuff going on behind the scenes where they have players. <laughs> they just haven't officially announced it, but they announced two players officially. And if you go to their page right now, Memphis 19, is it 901? Memphis 901 FC or something like that? 1901, yeah, yeah. Well, if you go to their page right now, officially in the roster, there's two players. Uh, you know, and so with that being said, there's a lot of announces, announcements coming up very, very soon. Um, four divisions aligned across the country. You're looking at the Atlantic, the Central, the Mountain, and the Pacific Division. Okay, we're going to be concentrating on the Pacific, but we'll go through these really quick. Uh, Please. Do you, you want to do that now? Let's do that now. Oh, sure. Yeah, Eastern, everyone everything? take start, a different division. Let's just start with the Eastern we'll Conference. Who wants to do yeah. Eastern Conference? Atlantic. I'll do the Atlantic Division. The Charleston Battery will be playing the Charlotte Independence and the Hartford Athletic 
along with Luton United, Miami FC, New York Red Bulls do, uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds SC, and the Tampa Bay Rowdies. That sounds... <laughs> <laughs> dude me, thank you for fired like up this, man fired up <laughs> that sounds like the strongest division compared to ours i, I honestly is. think it's kind of ours and that one in terms of who's there top to bottom there's a couple weak ones in there but most everybody's got talent and most everybody's always been you know a hard out in that side of the, the eastern conference i think that's the hot that's the side at least when people say the east is better than the west they're usually talking about this set of teams plus louisville um, yeah, or Louisville, uh, if you want to pronounce it, I guess correctly, uh, or the way they well, do. Sorry, talking about pronunciation, I'm glad that you took this yeah. division because the my CHs and my SHs always like get <laughs> like my knife. My knives are my knives are sharp, but my my shares that's where, <laughs> you know, like it's just not. So thank you for that. You're welcome. I also feel like it's a division where I might actually catch games uh, eventually at some point. My brother lives in Raleigh, and I'd love to. Uh, go to a couple of these games for a few of these teams. They had North Carolina FC, which is retracted a little bit and is, is doing some restructuring. But I think Raleigh will probably end up with the team long term. You just have that whole Charlotte shakeup as well. But they'll still be playing here uh, for a little bit as well. So uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting division. But I think that's one to watch. You know, and we'll have that in the early viewing windows for us where we can watch a lot of these games because they'll probably be on before ours, mm-hmm. uh, say, on a Wednesday night or a Saturday night. Um, this is probably what's going to be playing uh, if there ever is a tailgate, uh, God willing, again. Um, you know, we would maybe be watching one of these games uh, while that's going on. So just interesting and good teams and, you know, rosters, again, to watch for the future. And our TV came from Pittsburgh, right? So did Joe. Um, you know, a few of our players have come from these teams. So never bad to be just looking at what else is out there and comparing what we see. Yeah, 100%. Uh, thank you, Drew Steck, Man of the World. Uh, he has connections everywhere, in case you didn't know. Yes, I'm afraid of sharks. Thanks, Kim. Appreciate that comment. <laughs> I'll take the Central Division. Is there any CHS? No, we're good. The Central H- Division. <laughs> Here we go. The, the Central Division. The, uh, Atlanta United 2. The Dew. Uh, Deuce. Uh, Birmingham Legion FC. FC Tulsa Indy 11. Louisville City FC. Memphis 901 FC. Uh, see, it's 901. Drew, it's not 1901. 901. 901. Memphis 901. There's a reason why. I forget why. Eh, okay. Oh, okay. See, energy, by the way, go check out their uh, tweet today. That was fantastic. Their Star Wars uh, mm. tweet was really good. Yeah, shout out to uh, Tom. Yeah, go so, check it out. It's good. Oh, it's really Sporting KC. It's the best USL content this week. Sorry, our team. It was good. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, yeah, and Sporting KC, too, uh, for the Central Division. That rounds up the Eastern Conference. Uh it's definitely going to be an interesting conference. I do agree with you, though, Drew, that the strongest one is probably the Atlantic. Uh, looking forward to some matches, to watching some matches there. It's going to be a, a interesting one. They're always fighting for the top, so it'll be cool. Yeah, and Louisville's always the kind of measuring stick for a lot of us, right, to say, hey, they've been the class of the league the last few years, and, really and kind of what's what are they building as well as does Memphis shock people, right? Like, you know, being this this crazy team at this point we were just touching on, you know, is there a shocker there? And you have people like the energy who like to hold themselves up and say, hey, we're better than Tulsa and punch down at them a little bit. Um, you know, does Tulsa finally turn a corner here? They've been kind of rebranding and, and rebuilding their their team, it feels like, for a couple of years. So yeah, uh, that all being said, and it, Indy 11 is moving away from a football field. So you will not have to watch Lions on their field as they play as well at the IUPUI, uh, hey, um, or I, I call it Ui Pui. It's the mainland university for uh, Hawaiian college, but it's IUPUI is uh, Indiana University, Purdue University of, of Indiana. Hey, so Drew, that's Drew, talking, talking, talking about, talking about chalking. 
um, shocking, shocking, uh, shocking stuff. Steve. Uh, the the Western Conference now. Yeah, do you, I really feel like the Mountain Division is one that is growing, and those teams that are kind of getting to a point where, you know, they're they're good, they're good, and also could be top contenders. Um, and it's always fun when we face those teams, also. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. So can these teams in the Mountain Division? Uh, chalk us. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I'm doing that on purpose. Okay, everybody, listen. I'm only joking. It's, it's shocking. Um, <laughs> it's but before before we completely move yeah. on to the mountain and in Pacific Division, I would say, uh, Drew, you touch on the Tulsa um energy kind of like banter, and yeah. I would definitely go follow the supporters groups for the if you you know our members listening, oh, go follow good. the supporters groups on Twitter because you kind of get the vibe and the feel yeah. of like what you're joining, what you know, what you're joining as a member of the locals, like kind of the vibe of the USL supporter culture and like the, the banter and kind of the like the back and forth that goes on. And it, it's really fun to see like they have a they have a good healthy relationship, but it's also you know they definitely see each other as rivals, it, being both from the state of Oklahoma. Uh, that's a natural thing, and it's it's just like really fun to see and watch kind of happen uh, week in week out. You know, not even when they play each other, but just you know normal stuff. So, I would definitely suggest go follow those guys on Twitter um, because it, it, it's kind of fun to see all this develop and like what we're what we're also a big part of. So, shouts to Do them. You love hot dogs? Do you? That, yeah. that is what the lunatics are about. Hot so yeah. you'll find out very quickly <laughs> what yeah. they're about. Yeah. And it's it's shocking um, how much fans just get shocking. so much enjoyment out of the silliest things. Yeah. So shocking. They're, they're a great example of that for sure. Super, the Mountain Division. Su- super this is our, I think as Jerry mentioned, Western Conference, our counterparts in a normal season, which we have yet to have, even this upcoming one, we play every team home and away in the Western, Western Conference. So this would be this Mountain Division and the Pacific Division, which we are a part of. Uh, we would play both of those teams home and away. So all of these clubs in this mountain division that I'm going to go through in a normal year, we would be playing. Uh, this is Rio Grande Valley Toros, Austin Bold, San Antonio FC, El Paso Locomotive, New Mexico United, Colorado Switchbacks, and Real Monarchs. So this is the Real Salt Lake 2, essentially. This is the one division that's actually off uh, in numbers. It's not quite yes. even. This is this one has seven, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... There you go. This is the one that's going to be a little weird. Uh, and I don't know how they're working that out, but uh, we're going to find out. This is what I was telling you guys about. They like to give us little yep. tasters, little things here and there. It's like, here, try this out. Here, try this out. And, uh, and then, how, how do you feel about this? Yeah. Mr. Jimenez, would you please take us through our division, the Pacific Division? Absolutely. The, the Pacific, Pacific Division Thank you. is going to be one that uh, is going to be very exciting. And along yeah. with... The Atlantic Division. I would be watching this uh, very closely, not just because our squad West is playing. I'm saying, don't just watch San Diego Loyal SC games. Watch other games within this division. Is what I'm trying to say. The Pacific, the the Pacific Division. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be doing this anymore, Steve. Okay, Galaxy Two, Las Vegas Lights FC, aka LAFC Two, Oakland Roots <laughs> SC, Orange County SC, Phoenix Right. Phoenix Rising FC, Sacramento Republic Don't FC. Excuse me. <clears throat> Let me throw up in my mouth a little bit. Uh, San Diego Loyal SC and Tacoma Defiance. This is going to be one also that is a very, very strong division. You're looking at, you know, a lot of people making fun of Tacoma. I do think uh, that you still want to watch those matches. They're probably going to be the one team that we can say we better beat them and we should be able to beat them. Everybody else. Trap up, in, games, up in the air. Oh, trap games are the worst. 
and yeah. you got to fly up there too. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not a, it's going to be one of those games where it's it's a weird space, right? And um, it's played in a weird baseball stadium as well. So there is those kind of odd field dimensions, and not that that's the, you know not different of a couple of our opponents here, but um, you know the lights included, who is a weird situation. But yeah, Tacoma will be definitely the trap yeah. game, and then the lights kind of be in the next lowest last year, who was kind of they rose throughout the season and they kind of gave us some tough spots, but mm-hmm. we're definitely a little bit of a joke. Um, you know, in terms of having to fire their coach and having some weird stuff behind the scenes. And, you know, seems like it was is not a great situation. They made a very interesting deal <laughs> with with uh, a club Jerry's pretty familiar with to take all of your very, very talented players, Jerry, from LAFC and put them in Las Vegas every weekend. That's, That's ridiculous. a very odd thing for a team to do. But, um, you know, teams mm. from... <laughs> from here love to do things in las vegas i guess so uh legion are also playing in vegas our our stadium partners uh usd so regionally i guess some of that does make sense but it is a very weird sharing agreement to say hey you're gonna offer it offer a face and then we're gonna offer uh the back end but um you know it happens in business a lot you have what they call the white uh, label stuff and essentially lafc is offering white label players to las vegas to fill their squad with and it'll be a very interesting partnership i think to, to watch some really talented players get out there uh, and play against us who we were able to give a, a chance to with with guido last year so oh you um, have to raise your hand now is that what's going on so i'm patiently yeah, raising, raising my hand because i haven't had my chance to speak jerry you read seven teams and i would like to say all i heard were a bunch of chumps oh, <laughs> oh. Danny, Danny Miller, no, just hey, Danny, we're gonna get you on this uh, podcast eventually. Okay, yes, we are. Uh, yeah, clear they, winner. What do you mean? Who's, who's a clear winner? Here. Tacoma Defiance? Is that is that what you're saying? Clear, clear winner. I don't think that's what he's saying. So we didn't. We didn't. So we went through 32, 32 games. We have an eight team division. Uh, we play the other seven teams in our division four times each, two home, two away. That's twenty eight games. So then there will be four games out of conference. Four yeah. games out of conference. That we play, we don't know details if that will be home or away. The same team home and away, different teams home, different teams away. What you know, what those cases might be, but that's also exciting um, because that might potentially. And I'm hoping for away trips later in the year when it's more safe to do so. Because some, one of the things I was looking forward to the most through this whole experience were away trips. Away trips are magical. If you if you guys are watch are, are, are watching or our listeners, um, <laughs> away trips just it it's something else. It's it, always love. You know Torero, um, Torero Stadium, and and have been playing at home, but there's something about away trips that like bond a supporters group and really build a family. So, um, I was very much looking forward to those, and I'm hoping that we get to obviously, you know, even within the division, but uh, the kind of the travel, you know, going to going to Albuquerque or going to Denver, go to, going to Colorado, like that that would be so so much fun. So, kind of hoping on my end that would, that's you know what the cases might be but we will see what ends up happening yeah nick duffy yeah. said uh them fighting words no actually you know what i'm gonna cover for steve uh and actually he doesn't need me to cover for him but i'm gonna agree with him i'm gonna say they are chumps what's up let's go it, must mean, <laughs> it might mean something different in new zealand though we don't know so uh, nick can fill us in on that if, if, if chump maybe means something more derogatory uh, that's possibly. true chimps you a bunch of chimps um so i don't know we'll find out <laughs> what was that was yeah. we will that was me trying to do a new zealand accent and failing terribly we will. Uh, it sounded like chimps uh who's coaching talking about talking question. about the division in, in general like yeah i mean sacramento great team they played really well last year um 
OC, great team, played really well last year. Phoenix, obviously great team, played really well last. Like, this is a huge. This is a very stacked division. Um, and but I, I, we have the players. I mean, we were really on the on the up and up last year. Uh, towards the end, what we were really missing were the kind of final pieces to um to put the ball in the back of the net. And I feel like we got that with with Herzog and then kind of that attacking midfielder role with Jack Blake. Uh, so I feel like we kind of plugged, you know, obviously last year we, we plugged some of the holes with loans and now I feel like we've kind of plugged them permanently. So I I think that we are front runners for this division. Yeah, well, you know, so to kind of bring it back. So we're the reason I was mentioning mountain division being off is because, as you mentioned, Steve, each team will play its division opponent opponent four times. So right. the mountain division is going to have eight games that they will not have played and the Atlantic, the Central, and the Pacific Division will have played, which means they're gonna the Mountain Division. All teams in the Mountain Division, just to go over it really fast again: Austin, Colorado, El Paso, New Mexico, uh, uh, Salt Lake, uh, Rio Grande, San Antonio. All of them are going to actually play eight games uh, against regional or cross conference opponents, which means we're very likely going to be facing off against somebody in the Mountain Division, especially because of our proximity. It makes sense yep. that during this time, especially in you know life and time in life in the times of uh, COVID, we are going to be facing off against teams very likely that are closer to us, so we don't have to travel as much. That just makes perfect sense to me. So, will we be facing off against New Mexico United? I hope so. We're doing it in preseason. I want to see them again, especially if they beat us in preseason. I want to face off yeah. against them in the regular season. So. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm interested to see how you guys yeah. feel about it. Who do you want to see as our four games outside of our division? Uh, send us some messages right now. Let's talk about it. Um, how are you feeling about it, Drew? Because we kind of agreed a little bit on on this one. Yeah, you and I we were like kind of. I said same, same, but different. I, th I think that's how we feel about this. Is uh, same, same, but but different in terms of our teams. I was looking at. Mm -hmm. I just had it. There we go. So I had Jerry had Louisville City, Indy, Tampa, and New Mexico. Is mm -hmm. this one through four kind of that? And you are you listing in that that order, or is it just any one of those? No, I, I just I actually I shouldn't have numbered it. I think I just want to see those four. Um, yeah, however, I say, yeah, however, yeah, I don't mind. There's a few other ones that I was like, Ugh, I kind of want to face off against them too. You know, so it was yeah. yeah it's not I an mean, easy even one. even the Monarchs were a fun game last year. I mean, that was a a great game for us and a way of you know coming back from the break to to get our mojo back for sure. That was was kind of fun and, and seeing some of that. But for me, it was Louisville city, El Paso, New Mexico and Tampa Bay. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty there, but El Paso is interesting to me. I think the border rivalry, uh, if you want to call it that maybe border kinship uh, between the towns uh, gives us a definite feel that's unlike, you know, many other sporting events in the country. We've never gotten to play El Paso. And I think any sporting event ever. So F -Mir agrees. there you go. F Mir, F Mir agrees. We, we both have a strange love of different uh, specific, Mexican foods. Ours is some might say better. I don't know. We can have this debate when we play them. Oh, but, I know. Uh, they, Their they Mexican to, food they is chumpy. Invent the burrito. <laughs> um, so we can have a discussion about that too. Um, the I'll fight burritos them. and paquitos. They are very small. Uh, so it's the way they eat them there. It's just different. And then we can have a talk about uh, chili con carne and, and, and some other stuff too. So it's, it'll be an interesting matchup if we go up against El Paso either this year or next. And, and that's a road trip, as Steve was saying. Um, I've always looked forward to it at some degree is to maybe go out there and experience that because it, it's a great little city. You can catch a Chihuahuas game. So see some of our uh, Padres maybe uh, coming up the pipeline and then be able to catch a uh, 
a USL game as well. So, and, and those, you know, Jerry won't be there. He can go check out the uh, local so- like you know, market or something like that while we're watching Chihuahuas. <laughs> but uh, uh, Steve and I know where to be uh, if there were, would be a Chihuahua game. Uh, Chihuahua. <laughs> and they got a great name too, the El Paso Locomotive. It's a, it's a great soccer name for, for a club. Yeah, I would say uh, that's it. Rice and beans would, are just I, fillers. Thank you. <laughs> I, think, I would say New Mexico. I'd love to kind of see that. I think that they're a really well-run club. Uh, and then one that we actually played last year, which was Real Monarchs. Um, yeah, we, we played them away and we won for that first game back. And that was kind of a really big moment and big victory for us. It'd be cool to kind of go there again. Uh, selfishly, my family has a house up in Park City, so that, that would be super fun to kind of go up there, uh, be able to spend a week, two weeks, take some time off and uh, kind of do that away trip right. Uh, hey, so. we took one of their best players too. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking Let's that too. Jack Blake would be a, be a cool like, storyline to, to to kind of bring back. So those are kind of my two that I'm hoping for, but we'll see. Yeah. Oh, Andy, Andy yeah. Too. Yeah. I like this one. Oh, yeah, I like that one too. Birmingham, yeah. so we can beat Flemings. I like it. Oh, I like yeah. that one. To go back to... Uh, again, yeah. A question Tom had, which was, who's coaching Las Vegas? Dolo? Yes, that's correct. We talked yes. about the last week a little bit, but Steve Sharandolo is now the coach of Las Vegas Lights. Um, mm-hmm. So just to clear that up, that will be an interesting storyline as, you know, Dolo and Landon, U.S. national team, that kind of stuff. So interesting storylines abound in the Western yeah, the, Conference. Uh... Oh yeah, when all the you, former U.S. stuff, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like uh, same same dynamic, but very different in some ways. And as I said, the player situation there makes it very interesting. Where one of our best players, if not our best player, near the end of the year, came from LAFC's talent pool. So if they've got a hole, and Jerry can tell us better than anybody, uh, I think they have a very stocked pond. So I'm I like curious to see who comes out of that stocked pond. Oh man, and you know what? Just to kind of uh, just uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to bring in a little bit of that uh, Ted Lasso in. Uh, you know, I feel about, I'm glad, I like Dolo uh, because I feel about his real name the exact same way as I feel about uh, Mary Poppins and that one song about super whatever. Uh, I can't say it and I don't like it. All right. Um, <laughs> what else do we got? Uh, <laughs> dude, honestly, I, I, I couldn't, you. at this point, I really couldn't care less that they're connected to LAFC because they're in our league. Right. And yeah. San Diego Loyal, uh, you know, is life. So, yeah, no, dude, I, I don't really care. I, well, I, I'll be excited. Tell like, us about some of the players. They got good players, right? Well, dude, the- I was hoping. I mean, I was hoping that it was not true and that we would be able to get uh, our boy back. That's what I was hoping yeah. for. I really yeah. wanted to see Alejandro Guido come back. Like that was for yeah. me, there was that opportunity still because go look at LAFC right now. They're stacked. Okay. And I've seen Next some yeah. uh I've seen some pictures of their training already and I don't see him there. So fingers crossed. <laughs> There's still that that thing. Uh, Tom, Tom, okay, so Tom's been drinking, and we're going to bring him on the show because he clearly has been commenting so much like he just wants to be on here. Please don't send him a link, Steve. I won't let him in. I'm not uh, going to. Okay, thank you. Uh, Jerry, I need more on the basis of your hate. I don't hate him. I was going to say shout out to Paul Naku just on the uh, wrapping up the Vegas discussion. It is still a legend shield. Oh, so. there you go. Yeah. Smart. But back to Tom. No, I don't really want to go back to him. I don't know you an explanation, Tom. Did, what? Uh, you clearly care? No, I don't. All right, I can't. Uh, yeah. Um, um, chur, 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 
ColorFragilisticXP or Dolo, Dolo, whatever. I don't, whatever his name is. I don't so care. So funny. Uh, wow, rude. Uh, oh well, but I. Oh, because you're with him. All oh, right, now you want to fight? All right, now this now this is like a, a virtual fight between Kim, Tom, Kids. and myself. He, Kids. Okay, thanks, thanks, Steve. You're right. <laughs> By the way, well, I have control. Join us. join us on our YouTube. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be somebody who joins the. Uh, the interstitial runaround, kind of our uh, uh, Woodstock '99 uh, fighting in the mud of YouTube comments. Las uh, Vegas, Afmer, hate Las Vegas. That's who we're hating. That's uh, yeah. No, Vegas will always be clowns. It's 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 what they are. They wear clowns on their jerseys. They have a big smiley face. I mean, come on, it's 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 what it is. I'm pretty sure the whole front office is on ecstasy uh, most of the time, and and so. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what they turn out this year. But again, I'll be curious to see what those players look like and fueling this silly, uh, this silly game between us. But uh, overall, these look like a lot of good teams to to beat up and not feel bad about at all. Uh, in terms of that, yeah. I think Roots is the only ones who I have a lot of mutual respect for in terms of everything they've done with that club and the community and, and their yeah. vision to say, "Hey, Nisa isn't where we want to be because we want to keep." getting into a more, you know, being more ingrained in American soccer culture and having a bigger platform to tell our story for the people of Oakland because Oakland lost, you know, another pro team in this last year, um, moving across the Bay, actually two pro teams, right, in the last two years. So mm -hmm. it is something where for that area, you know, I think there's a, a, a kinship between us for sure and, and them a little bit. Um, it'll be really fun to see these two teams out and playing and something I only could have dreamed of, you know, two, three years ago when I first heard about Roots was, you know, maybe we'll have a team like that someday to play against them. And uh, yeah. didn't think it would happen because of leagues and all that stuff. And here we are. So who, who would have ever thought it? Here we are. Who would have known? Look at us. Look at us. Yeah. Not me. Not me. Uh, Not me. So, yeah, he was uh, he was loaned back to LAFC. As, as far as I know, he's still there. However, uh, that was a great point. Uh, Guido's last tweet. I just checked it. And, yes, he said new beginnings. And this was February 27th. So, new old beginnings. New old beginnings. Uh, headed back home. Eh, eh, eh. No. Right. New beginnings Whatever. back home. That would sound nice. Yeah, that's very cryptic. I know. It's very JJ Watt of him. Um. Yeah. So when are we gonna go? Uh, we we're talking about this today, actually. Uh, Las Vegas Lights really looking forward to their, uh, um, to their jersey changes in halftime every single time we play them. So that's it. we play them four times. Two jerseys per match. There's a total of eight jerseys coming in. I, I heard they actually change more than a Lady Gaga concert. I did hear that that is the <laughs> fact. They do change their uniforms more than a, you know, a pop star, which is, I think, again, makes them more performance than uh, than team. They hired David That's, Copperfield to help him with the with the, with the changes. <laughs> that, is, that is a real true fact. He's right down the street from them. Yeah. <laughs> he actually is going to make the stadium disappear. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he made he made their entire uh, roster of players disappear and just, <laughs> going off the rails. <laughs> but yeah, it's, Love you too, it Tom. is what it is. It'll be it'll be a fun season. I do think uh, rising again will be those 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 key points in the year. Is saying okay, here's the team we're gonna have to beat. Here's the team we're gonna have to go through in the playoffs. Honestly, I don't think they've done a good job of solidifying the roster again, but I just don't, I just don't see it. Yeah. Roots are definitely our BFFs. But look, look at uh, this. Like, right after Miguel said roots are our B BFFs, Avmir's like, let's destroy the roots. <laughs> we love them. Let's destroy them. We love yes. them. You guys are our friends, but we're going to destroy you.
but when those when that whistle blows man let's go for it so yeah. i think that that's what will make it fun for sure is there such a thing as a friendly rivalry i think brotherly there's a brotherly rivalry for sure, sure. and i think i could see a little bit of that with them we'll versus see. what we have with phoenix is more like um I, the weird neighbor i don't know it's it's different it's it's definitely a different feeling with that club at this point than what we have with the roots you know just because we've never played them and you know still are just familiar through you know means and, and nothing else yep austin fc why? versus loyal austin bold why is also a team yeah we're, so we could play them might be playing them i was gonna say after why why do yeah. you want to see you want to see san diego Loyal play the mls's first ever of team team number one right austin fc oh <laughs> Formerly known as Columbus Crew, all right, y'all. Kind of, oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of. Like, what? Hashtag save the crew. Save the crew. It worked, all right. It worked. Yeah, but I will say something else that's been brought up recently would be away trips. <laughs> this this is a great. Sorry, this is a great reason. Sorry to interrupt you. So we can see Matthew McConaughey. All now right. we know. Is, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Nice. Play some bongos. <laughs> may or may not have a shirt on. No, no. He was arrested. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, playing bongos naked. That was a real arrest warrant at one point. What? Okay, I'll look that up right now. Paul said, love the roots, but... And then he hasn't said anything else, so we'll, we'll see what he says. Oh, Jeff, Jeff said a, a brotherly rivalry or a friend, friendly rivalry is Mount Carmel versus Westview. Not when I'm involved. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it, I'd say that's definitely it. Because, it, again, that was a school where you'd had literally siblings go to one and not to the other when they first started. And so it was a just different kind of uh, setup where, where the schools are so close and pretty much in each other's backyard that, you know, everybody's kind of friends and grows up playing on a lot of the teams together. So even if you play at one school or the other, there's a lot of familiarity. So I'd say that's kind of similar here with us and uh, some other teams, but roots, you know, I think we'd have to trade players a few times and that kind of stuff to feel more like there might be that kind of thing. It's just, you know, a more of a mutual respect at this point. Yep. I don't. Do you guys have anybody else in the league that you look at and you say like that's a good team that I like, or any other clubs you know in America right now that are doing it for you? No, no, none. They all suck, but San Diego Loyal. Good. That's right. <laughs> no, Losers. But, uh, no, I mean, yeah, we've talked. We've talked to death, but Roots are doing incredible things at there. Uh, all of the front office are from Oakland. Uh, kind of built, you know, with literally oakland roots they're all block by block uh, from there you know not even soccer people they just care about the community and wanted to make a difference and then they did what they what they could and built a soccer club and it's amazing i like this paul so, and the stream says save the crew what? <laughs> oh Pretty good. i yeah, think the this oak is tree that's used so I think paul is... paul t topia said we should have a tifo of bumping on a certain tree which would be the oak tree uh, in the Austin FC logo, so there you go. No, I think he's talking about the Oakland tree. Oh, the Roots Oakland tree? Roots tree. Well, we could. We also okay. Hold have... on. Here we go. This is because yeah. I don't. Apparently, he's he's like my uh, he's like my grandma and like texts one word uh, at a time. He says love roots, but a tifo a tifo bumping on a certain tree. There you go. That's how you. Go. <laughs> right on. It's like I get like twenty messages. Like it's I love and i know you is coming but it just takes forever to get there dang it it's... come on mom let's go love your wife <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. your <laughs> your grandma telling you that she loves wife. your wife more than you i dang love it. hating phoenix okay yeah. dang Avmir. all right 
this turned into Woodstock 99 in the comments. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, you guys should be joining us. If you're listening to this on your, like, you know, you're somewhere else, you're not watching it, you should probably join us on, uh, on Tuesdays. We're going to be doing this on Tuesday, Tuesday nights, unless something happens, something changes. And, uh, so there you go. There you have it. Uh, Steve, we kind of like interrupted you a while ago. What, what, what's going on, man? I would say the, um, before Jerry cuts us off, I would say the only thing I have left to cover really would be there's um, been some chatter about away trips, especially early in the season where we kind of speculated last week about we might start the season on the road just given USD schedule, just given how California is being way more strict on in-person attendance. Um, it makes sense for the club to kind of push their schedule and at least ask that of the league. Um, to push the schedule so that they can, you know, we they can pack the the home events uh, in the summer. So there might be some away trip possibilities in the beginning of the season. We just have no idea what that's going to entail. Um, I would love to plan away trips. Say the first game is to Phoenix, or the first game is, you know, up to Oakland, or you know what these cases might be. We just need to plan things accordingly and be safe and wait and see how things work out. Um, it's way too early for us to, to say, yeah, we're, we'll be there or no, we won't. Um, because like we've said a ton of times, we take health and safety of utmost importance. So if health and safety protocols and public health guidelines dictate, we should not do those things. We will not do them. We're not going to break protocol. We're not going to say we're different or we're fine or whatever. Like we will absolutely, um, do everything we can to keep all of our members healthy and safe. So, uh, but at the same time, we will do, uh, we will push the boundaries and ride that line as much as possible. Meaning uh, if we can host events, we will do so, but we will do it safely. So just keep it all in mind. Uh, just that it's weird. Don't ask like too much of us because we cannot uh, jeopardize your health and safety. A hundred percent. Yeah, to piggyback on what Steve is is getting at, I think that there's a um, you know personal choice here to a lot of the elements that we're going to go through in the next season, uh, and a personal risk element. Right? We've found out in the last year a lot of us what our risk tolerance is, what that looks like for us personally and for our families. Um, obviously, as we get vaccinated, for a lot of that, our risk tolerance will change rapidly we may have to adjust and think about what that looks like right and one week we may feel different before we get the vaccine than after um and be respectful of other people's space and um fomo you know in some some general aspects too that maybe you have the vaccine and they don't and you can take that trip and feel okay about it and drive yourself and 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 go and that's fantastic we you know we want to support you safely however we can but there is that sense of just being respectful of other people's space and and being respectful of that time since for every one of us, it's going to look a little bit different, even on this call, uh, you know, we'll be, you know, people in the comments, each one of us is going to get the vaccine at a different time. Some of you may already have it. The three of us don't <laughs> here yet, but you know, when we do, I'm sure it'll be staggered differently. So um, it's just about kind of doing it as, as a group, how we feel is best, but um, you know, individually, if that's a choice you decide to make, that's, that's great. Just know that um, you're reflecting sometimes on the whole group, even if it is just five or six of you, um, you're the first people to show up there in locals gear. So, you know, it is one of those things where be mindful of that just a little bit um, because it is, it, we're still not out of this and it is still something to respect um, even though we're all over it and, and we all think it's the worst thing, um, you know, still in this stage where we're a year in, but just be respectful. That's, that's all I'm saying. And, and I think all of you have been just for anybody listening to this, go a little bit extra. And if you don't feel comfortable, if you do feel like, 
hey, I don't know if I'm going to be there in the stadium. You know, I still just don't feel okay. And maybe the anxiety of that gets to you. Reach out to us. Let us know. DM us, please. We'd love to hear from you because it is hard to speak up in some of these groups sometimes where you feel like everybody's just, you know, chomping at the bit to get to the next away day, right? And then a lot of us are. But do do speak out and do feel confident uh, that we will hear and listen to what you have to say um, and that it reflects probably a lot of other people's viewpoints who just maybe don't feel comfortable saying that or saying, but when we do put forward events in the future, you know, just letting us know, Hey, maybe here's a way that I was thinking about this that would make me feel more comfortable. We would love to hear those suggestions because a lot of us may even feel that too. We just maybe haven't thought about it yet. So keep that in mind and be mindful and respectful and love you guys. Thanks. All right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, we are right at the uh, end of our show. Thank you all for joining us live. We appreciate you. If you weren't here and you're listening on your uh, favorite podcast streaming service we appreciate y'all please make sure that uh, you go and check out the localssg.com join us for this upcoming season it's going to be a fun one it's going to be an interesting one there's still a lot of things that are uh you know up in the air but we are going to do whatever we possibly can to make this uh a, an enjoyable one for you guys and with that being said whatever you actually want us to do and you think would be appropriate as well after everything that drew just said you know and and steve just said please as long as it's within parameters that we are able to make happen we will do it we'll we'll make sure that uh you know we we do what we can to to give you the experience that you're looking to get out of, of your membership that's the biggest thing um and uh there's a couple more comments it, it, we're gonna get to them eventually i promise but we do have to call it a night thank you guys so much for joining us that's going to do it for us. For Mr. Drew Steck and Mr. Steve Brokoff, my name is Jerry Jimenez. Catch you guys next time. Bye.